6.7 WJFK, Washington, D.C. I am El Jefe, one of your hosts. And that's my best friend, J-Dubs. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. Actually, under the weather. And yeah. And this is the most that I've spoken all day. And I can tell it's going to be a phlegmy kind of night. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later on. We have a jam-packed show, including... Uh, they came through. WJFK Promotions came through somehow. We've got pairs of tickets to see Michael, Mer Michael Moore's Fahrenheit 9-11. The film the censors didn't want you to see. What did Bush really know about September 11th? Just how he connected the Bush family and the Bin Laden family? The answers will scare the hell out of you. Uh, Richard Roper raves, everyone in this country should see this film. Lionsgate Films, IFC, and the Fellowship Adventure Group presents Michael Moore's Fahrenheit 9-11 opening in theaters all around the country this Friday. God damn, that's one of a hell of a read, Jack. Yeah. It's a little lengthy. We'll start editing uh, as we go. So we will give those away beginning tonight. In fact, maybe even at the end of this segment. We should probably keep the quotes out of the reads. You think that's so? what I'm thinking. Yeah, when we start talking about what Roper I, says. I mean, it should matter what we say. I'm going to see the film. In fact, yeah. I was looking up the uh, show times and where I can go see it uh, near my house in uh, Silver Spring. So I'm definitely excited about that. Uh, by the way, Michael Moore, a Michigan guy, much like you, J-Dubs. Yes. And he is not the only, uh, he being J-Dubs, not the only Michigan person that we have in the hideout right now. Because this is a special guest. Of course, Synergy runs rampant through WJFK. Uh, we have good relationships with uh, Don and Mike, obviously with Ron and Fez, and a relationship kind of got struck up, if you will, uh, not even borrowing, doing or asking. Um, a caller got it going, and, well, let's just play you one of the phone calls, and, and this person's going to be on the air with us. Let's go out to Dwayne in Baltimore next up on the phones. How you doing, Dwayne? Hey, how you doing? Good, what's up? Hey, um, I'm a huge fan of the Cowboys. Okay? Mm -hmm. I love Quincy Carter, but when you got guys coming up like El Jefe and J Dubs who throw the football like I throw a party, I mean, are you kidding me? What? <laughs> you got me. Hello? You got anything else to say? Yeah, I mean, are you kidding me? Are you going to root for them or not? For who? El Jefe and J Dubs. Sure, I'll root for them. You go, boy. Yeah, they're part of our team. Why not? Or I should say, we're part of their team, really. 
But uh, are you kidding me? Are the Cowboys going to do it or not? Do what? Win. The NFC East. It's June. How can I know that? <laughs> okay, let me put it this way. If the Raiders play the Cowboys or if the Redskins play the Jets, who's going to win? I'll let me ask you this. With, I'll answer your question with a question. Okay. If El Jefe plays J-Dub, who wins? Well, that would be Uncle Ryan. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Uh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, somebody, somebody in D.C., somebody listening on JFK just got a laugh out of that. Somebody knows what that means. If you know, go ahead and email me just to let me in on the joke. One hell of a sport. Yeah. A funny guy with a goddamn good radio show that comes on from uh, 2 to 5 during the overnight. And uh, better voices than me and you put together. Exactly. Let's welcome Kevin Wheeler into the hideout. What's up, brother? Go on, fellas. How you doing? Hey, man, first of all, Okay, kudos to you for not losing your head with all these dumbasses who would call you and try to get out names of other shows on the air. Oh, dude, it, you know, if it were rare, it would be harder to deal with. But, man, we had, we had Stern guys doing that for years. Our uh, brothers down in Dallas on the ticket down there do the same thing all the time. I'm from I'm Dallas. so I'm used to it. I, I, and you know what? And I've never understood prank calling other radio shows. I mean, if you're going to do it, I understand, like, television maybe. Uh, you get in, not even cable access. Do something where it's like CNN. But why are you calling other shows? Nonetheless, shows on our station. <laughs> you know what? I mean? It's like why are you going to bother Kevin Wheeler when he's in the middle of his show when Elliot's out there? You got all these other jackasses doing their radio shows. Don't bother the guys on our team. Yeah, it's one thing if I like enlist you guys to call ESPN Radio to get my name on there just to piss them off. It's one thing, but. but... What genius thinks it's a good idea to prank your own radio station? <laughs> That's Uncle Ryan, and, and he's actually a good yeah. listener. And you know, you know, they're trying. You know, radio uh, radio listeners can be. You see, if he didn't do that, though, I wouldn't be talking to you guys. And that what I, I'm excited about because again, we kind of backed into this relationship. But this is awesome. I got to tell you, there's more than you guys know that we all have in common too. I, I actually, we've done a little bit of research. Tell oh, yeah. me what you know. Tell me what you I know. First of all, I know Jay Dubs is a Michigan man. Like yes, I am. Fowlerville, Michigan. Hefe, you and me are both Marilyn Manson freaks. Get out of here! How do you? All right. What, what, what favorite uh, favorite CD of Manson? Oh crap! Uh, I like Hollywood. See, Hollywood to me was my least favorite. Really? I think I love Antichrist Superstar. That's the one that did it for me. I'm a mechanical animals man. He's got a good, good couple of good uh, riot songs on there, man. No, that is true. Then he went to Mechanical Anticles, and to me, Hollywood was him trying to go back yes, to, to the to the Antichrist stuff. And it just seemed, when I first listened, I was like, come on, brother, you're trying a little bit too hard. <laughs> Look at this. We're all friends. This is yeah. outstanding. Not to mention that the, guy, the guys that are on before you guys, Ron and Fez, mm -hmm. are part of my all-time favorite radio show. Uh, Ron and Ron? Yeah, I used to listen to those guys. Uh, seriously, no joke. Every day when I was in college at the University of Miami, they were on station down there, FM station, in the morning when they were doing the show out of Tampa. So yeah, that's what big happy family. It really is. It's cool. Kevin Wheeler, Sporting News Radio. You find it here on WJFK, uh, WJFK from two to five uh, during the overnight, and of course it's nationwide. Four hundred cities. I heard you mention. What's it like doing that four hundred city thing? Right now we're having a tough enough time with one. <laughs> Uh, well, most of the cities are pretty small. I mean, we got the big ones. We got you, know, we got you guys in D.C. and Dallas and L.A. New York. 
Uh, it's, I like it. I like it, man. It, other than you know the ego boost of being able to you know tell people in public, yeah, I'm on 400 stations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Other than that, it's cool because you don't get the same stuff every single day. Oh, I'm sure. And what are the like? We we hardly ever have phone calls. Are your phones always ringing? Yeah, pretty much. But that's again the nature of having a lot of stations. Yeah, I understand. not to mention that everybody that's up late at night with me is doing nothing anyway. Yeah, it's... You're either at work, a security guard doing nothing, or working at the donut shop or something. So hey, same thing with hold for a while to talk. Same thing with this show. We're number one with gas station attendants, nineteen-year-old uh, black virgins. Yeah, I've got the Kinkos people nailed. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know what? That's a demographic we need to go after. Yeah, you got to get the Kinkos, man. They're twenty-four hours. <laughs> now you are from Livonia. Uh, uh, our uh, our good buddy who works at the Riff is from Livonia. So, did you grow up in Detroit, or did you just born there, and then you moved out? What happened? Uh, here's another odd thing. I was actually born in Cheverly, Maryland. Okay, so you're all you're all kinds of ties. But I was only there until I was about 10 months old, so the rest of my life, my conscious life is all from Detroit. All right. All from New Michigan, all that time. Now, are you, does that in turn mean that you grew up liking the Wings and the Lions and the Tigers? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Dubs is one of probably the biggest Lions fan. Actually, in a couple of weeks, I'm getting a Detroit Lions 2005 Super Bowl champions tattoo. <laughs> oh man, you're on that limb, man. It's going to make this uh, this uh, season a lot more interesting. Yeah, let's just say it's a good thing that we've had good days in hoops, hockey, and baseball over the last 25 years. Cause we haven't had many in football. No, not at all. Now, uh, what do you think, though, Dubs? I don't know why it is, but he he wanted, I guess, spice up the the TV watching this year for the Lions. So he's going to get the tattoo, Lions logo, 2005 Super Bowl champs. Is he going to end up looking like an ass clown? What's going to happen with the Lions this well, year? The nice thing is with the number five, you can change that around to look like other numbers later yeah. on. Yeah, we were you thinking... can make that look like a six after this year, and then you can turn that into an eight in a couple of years. After that, you're pretty much screwed, though. Yeah, and you're hoping for uh, 2080. 2085, I think. Yeah, I think that's I feel like, you know, the Red Sox fans and the Cub fans, just before I die, that's all I care about. Again, we're talking to Kevin Wheeler, Sporting News Radio. You listen to it here on the overnight, WJFK from 2 to 5 o'clock. Skins, let's talk skins. Obviously, being in D.C., their chances. I know you're talking, you know, we don't want to talk about wins, losses, but rate them compared to last year's team. They can't be worse, can they? I know they I mean, can't get the Spurrier's dumbass out of there, and then you go to Mr. Gibbs, who you know you have to refer to as Mr. Gibbs, not just by a you know like Spurrier, you just call him Spurrier. And with Gibbs, you can't do that. It's Mr. Gibbs or Coach Joe Gibbs. You got to be a little more polite about it. It's amazing. It's better because of him. It's amazing the amount of respect that he just pulls around here, and how and how excited this town is. Just the fact that Gibbs is you, back. You should have seen this place right after they announced it. I mean, it was wall to wall. Through the Beltway, everybody was just out on the streets, excited. They broke out the flags to put on their windows. Yeah. Everybody's wearing the gear. Yeah. Uh, that's that's because he's such an amazing coach, and because Spurrier is such an ass. No, that it was exactly true. The old ball coach, nobody respected I'm a, him. I'm a Miami guy. I went to I went to University of Miami, so I got to pick on Spurrier anytime I can. Now that's what you played baseball, didn't you? I tried. wasn't very good. Yeah, you still you still keep up with the game. Oh, of course. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I'd like you. my bread and butter. Do you play, though? Do you still, oh, yeah. You play in men's leagues? Absolutely. Now, whatever, tell. Whatever the opportunity presents itself. I do, too. And tell J Dubs, the son of a bitch, there's nothing wrong with dudes in their 20s, maybe even their 30s, continuing to play baseball. Just as long as you ain't wearing the uniforms you wore back in high school and college. Thank you. you but it, but he, wear, he wears his uh, varsity jacket out to the game. I know. I'm just sad. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, Shut up. He's not wearing the varsity sweater. He's okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're such a lying. Um, all right, now, sticking with the baseball theme, since you're kind of a baseball insider, if you will, our sources have told us, um, because being in D.C., the great thing about it, as you know, is that occasionally you get some high-powered people who are up late, call, give you a couple of these inside sources. Oh, yeah, Bush calls me all the time. Uh-huh, I understand that. Uh, we have, like, two or three guys who have called us telling us there's no doubt that D that DC is going to get baseball. Maybe not DC specifically, but Northern Virginia. What are you hearing? I agree. No, nothing else makes any damn sense. I mean, if you move any, if you move them out west to Vegas or to Portland, that's been kicked around. You got to change all the divisional alignments, and you got to move people around and make people unhappy. You're only going to make one person unhappy going to your guys' area. That's Peter Angelos, and they can tell him to stick it. Yeah, and and the, and the way they're uh, phrasing it too, they're going to put it in Northern Virginia, like in Loudoun County here. So it's not it's it's going to be more so Northern Virginia is going to be able to support this, and I don't think it's going to take away from the uh, the Maryland people getting up to uh, to watch the O's. Nah, and look, all you got to do to convince Bud Selig to do anything is to throw dollar signs at him. When I saw the uh, four hundred million dollar plus plans for a stadium. That pretty much locks it up right there. Uh, this is great. I can't wait to have the, uh, baseball in this town. It's going to be such a great time. So we're not just going to watch the news hounds, my baseball team. We can actually watch some actual pros play. There you go. Now, the other big thing, again, Kevin Wheeler, Sporting News Radio, 2 to 5 o'clock. You hear him uh, here on WJFK and, of course, Nationwide with Sporting News Radio. The other thing that Dubs is a huge Lions fan. I come from the city of Dallas. There is no bigger Dallas Mavericks fan than maybe Mark Cuban. <laughs> the big trade that just went down. Yep. Um, in fact, I think in one of the prank calls that one of our guys gave to you, we were talking about Shaq, and it was during the finals and the whole thing. Uh, we just traded, the, the Mavs did, involving uh, D.C. and the Wiz, just traded Jameson to the Wizards for the five-pick Stackhouse and Leitner. How does that help us line up to get Shaquille O'Neal? I don't know. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be brutally honest with you. Give me some good news. It, it could mean absolutely nothing, and it could mean that this is just the wheels being put in motion because, you know, Jamison, they had to get rid of either Jamison or Walker. And this, maybe this means Walker's going in, in the deal to L.A., and then they need Stackhouse to play the three. Uh, who knows? This, this offseason's been insane. I mean, it's already. Seriously. And you've, and you've already seen, too, like, I guess the Bulls traded away their pick. Um, uh, to Phoenix or something. There's already a lot of action going on. Yeah, and that number five pick, by the way, that the Mavs got, and that, that's the that's the kicker right there. Yeah, you can throw that at L.A. You know, with uh, L.A. says you got to throw in dirt. Not gonna happen. Uh, I don't know, man. That's that's uh, Cuban's a crazy guy. But yeah, he's already come out a couple of times. I was reading in the morning because that's all I've been doing in the reading the morning news all, the whole time upstairs during Ron and Fez, Just not prepping for the show, but seeing what the hell's gonna happen with the Mavs as the uh, the draft comes up for tomorrow. But I don't think we're getting rid of Dirk. I think it'd be insane. Now, it'd be tough, man, because he's young. But you know what? When you get when you're going for the big daddy, you got to give up something big. Hey, what's your that number five pick? Is that though? I mean, they didn't have the number five pick before. So if you can throw the number five in with Nash and you know Josh Howard and maybe you know maybe Antoine Walker, who's useless anyway, mm -hmm. maybe the maybe get the Lakers to bite. Now I don't get a chance because I'm usually falling asleep around the time that you're hopping in. But I know Dubs gets a chance to listen. You like a lot of football. You talk golf and NASCAR. Do you consider, are you considering NASCAR a sport? Do you have to talk about it? I never talk about it, but I do consider it a sport. Do you I talk about it? Because I don't know a damn thing about it. All right, so you don't you don't sit there and pretend, though. No, no. I mean, I, I have interviewed Jeff Gordon and a couple other guys, and I, I did a brilliant job if I might pat myself on the back of faking it like I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I, you know, and it's nothing against it. I I just never followed it, so I have no idea, you know, what 
the difference is between a good car and a you know fourth place, fifth place car. So I don't even understand it either. Dubs, you're from Fowlerville. Well, how does that? Cars, though. I know mean, I love cars, but I don't like necessarily watching them go in circles. What about you, Dubs? Being from Fowlerville, Michigan, is that all you guys do? Sit around on Sundays, NASCAR? It's all everybody mostly did in Fowlerville, but I never got into it. I've never sat down and watched a full race. Kevin, you ever go to Fowlerville? Can't say that I have. It's I've right been, down on 96. I've been, to, I've been to the birthplace of J-Dubs. I've been to Brighton many times. <laughs> Brighton, Bright, Brighton is only two towns away. All right. Well, then I know where it is. I just haven't yeah. been there. Right down on 96. I went through by accident. Hey, people want to know if you got groupies from your show. Groupies? What kind of groupies? You know, I mean, like chicks. Oh, yeah. Really? Absolutely. Are you married? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's radio. I know the wife gets a kick out of that, though. Uh-huh. It's cool that other girls call and send emails and stuff. Yeah. Do you show them to her, or do you keep uh, it on the down low? And yeah, it depends on what kind of picture it is. I've had, actually, uh, one one girl, is, a, is a, she wouldn't, she doesn't want me to use her real name, but she's a porn star, so. Nice. Well, that was a little awkward, but not for me, but. Don't want the wife seeing that. Good for you. Odd. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, there he is, man. Hopefully, we can check back in with you when we want to talk a little sports. Um, Kevin Wheeler, Sporting News Radio. And if you want to talk about retards or homosexuals, you give us a call, and we'll come on your show. And that's I'm on it, man. I got I got to run that by the boss, though. <laughs> All right, well, that's what we specialize in. There you go. <laughs> uh, All right, brother. We'll talk to you. Thank you, man. Anytime, guys. Anytime. I see you, Kevin Wheeler. That guy's cool. Give him a tongue funny guy he was good man yeah. i like that i like making radio friends well let's do another call <sighs> yeah let's just let's listen to the first one if you right. let's hear that one one open phone line that's all we got 800-777-2907 uh we got brian in maryland next up on the phones how you doing brian hello hey what's up hey what's up man uh man it's basketball fever lakers and pistons here's my question Oh, Hefe or J-Dubs? Man, who's going to win the NBA Finals? Both of them are strong in the paint. What do you think? Well, I, I think Shaq's the difference. You think El Hefe will do it? <laughs> yeah. Or J-Dubs? <laughs> Jesus. No, I think it's Shaq is the guy. Ah, man. El Hefe will dunk on him, man. What? El Hefe <laughs> will dunk on him. What are you talking about? J Dubs or El Hefe, man. Forget Shaq. Who's going to win? Kush, hey, uh, is he speaking English? No, I'm talking about. What are you talking about? How about a real name? I don't know who the hell you're talking about. Who the hell El is J Hefe and J Dubs? <laughs> who is El who's J Dubs? WJFK 106.7? You having the one? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. <laughs> Oh, come on, man. El Jefe is going to bang out the Pistons. Oh. So who's El Jefe? El Jefe, Indulge man. Me. Indulge me. WJFK 106.7. Are these the local show guys? Oh, from Washington, D.C. Okay, but I'm not in D.C., dude. Where are you at? We're in Chicago, man. We're a national Chicago. network. Yeah, we're in a national network. And then see, WJFK takes our programming from time to time. See, I don't know everybody in every city, man. Man. I got over 400 cities listening to me right now. I can't know who everybody cities. is. Yeah. WJFK 106.7. One of the best. PM to 1 AM. Listen up. That's right before me. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. I'll give them a shout out to them. I don't know who right. they are. Game seven, Lakers take it. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> 
Some guys don't understand the concept that we're not actually in every city. And like I said, I'm not picking on anybody anywhere because I can't keep track of everybody. I would love to be able to. But when people start throwing names out there that I've never heard before, what can I do? I don't know what he's talking about, man. But, hey, El Jefe and J-Dubs, I, I would love to have you on the show sometime if you want to talk. I wouldn't mind introducing myself to you. But, man, come on, dude. Check it out. It's Sporting News Radio right now. That's awesome. What a badass. And then uh, we can play the last one, too. It's only a minute long. The it's only... a subliminal one. Again, <laughs> Kevin Wheeler just joined us in the hideout. Uh, these are the calls. I wish Uncle Ryan had called. Yeah. It would have been perfect if Uncle Ryan had called and pranked us with a Kevin Wheeler call while Kevin Wheeler was on the phone. That would have been, that'd have just been perfect. Yeah, that would have been icing. We'll get back to your calls right away here with Cameron in Virginia. What's going on, Cameron? Yes, how are you? Good, what's going on? Oh, God, the last time I got put on hold so long is when I got approved for a loan. What? Really? Yeah. So they only put you on hold for 20 minutes to do that? Oh, God, it's worth it, though. Um, I'm from a day out, Virginia. Uh, I got 1,067 reasons why I think that the Pistons J is going to put them on a 11-1 uh, run starting this third game. I mean, they're at home in the hideout. It's Batman, straight up Batman. What do you say? <laughs> it sounds like you're speaking a different language. Here's my point. Uh, Want to get mad, Albert? Um, a, I love Bateman. B, I love you. And um, El Jefe and J Dubs have uh, put me to sleep, so I have to say good night. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, by the way, I've been enlightened on some of that stuff by some of our listeners in D.C. on uh, WJFK. So even though I don't know what the hell you're talking about, I know. What shows you're talking about? Now, all right, let me let me put this out here now. Please, 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 do not call any of the other shows on this station. Oh, you shouldn't be doing a period, but especially, especially on this station, do not bother any of the other shows. Like even right. like Phoenix or some stop it, Dubs. What? I didn't say like even Phoenix called Ron and Fez and like said something and then hung up and of course I mean you know we're all on the same team. I mean Dubs is right there. We work with Ron and Fez. I'm running with Fezzy in the 5K. Do not call other shows on this station. Okay, I'm begging you. And you mouthing um, whatever it is you're trying to mouth over there, J Dubs isn't getting on the air. I'm not talking about anything today. <laughs> Fattius, you're in the hideout of JFK. What's up, bro? Hey, hey guys. What's up? Um, guess what? I called uh, Live 105 today and asked to speak to the program director. And they put me through to who they said was the program director. I'm sure they put me through to a mail clerk. But uh, either way, I was pleading your case to be on in Baltimore. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Well, that's cool. Uh, Josh, I think, is his name. I think that's his name, the yeah. program director up in Bmore. His name is Josh. I think that's who they put me through to. And oh. I, I was really polite and cordial at what, first. What did he say to you? Um, well, I really don't remember because at first, you know, I, I was really nice. And then right about the time he said um, it's not feasible was when I lost it. <laughs> It's not feasible. The, the links are already up, buddy. You know, it's more than feasible. Well, then I let fly with just about every foul word I could. <laughs> well, that's not going to help the cause. No, I know. I'm sorry. I, 
I was I was trying. They got tape something. Yeah, anyway, we get tape of that. We'll call Josh to see if we can get tape of that. It's more than feasible. Jesus. Well, hey, Fatty, we appreciate that, bro. Thank uh, you, man. Thanks, guys. I hope you're in Baltimore sometime soon. All right, see ya. We hate Baltimore. Damn, Seymour. Afraid we maybe get syphilis through the microphones or something. All right, Phoenix. I want to personally apologize, guys. I was so bored. I just had to call in. Well, here's the thing. We don't mind you spreading the word of the hideout, but it's not like you're going to say hideout rules and then hang up. Yeah, I mean, especially on a show that plugs us all the time anyway. Yeah, it's so good to us. There's no reason to just and hang up. Like, oh, I felt like enough of an idiot anyway. I'm, I'm, I feel like an idiot. Nah, you're all right. You're all right. And thanks, brother. We'll talk to you. Uh, hey, uh, did you ever... Did you ever do that? Did you ever prank call a uh, a radio a radio show? Remember Mojo, our morning guy? Yeah. When he used to do nights at the the station we used to work at, we used to um, prank call him all the time. Did you enjoy prank calls? I yeah, I really do enjoy prank calls. We used to do them all the time when we were in middle school. Mm -hmm. We would call people up and like you know, uh, <laughs> we would tell them they won something that they uh, signed a raffle at. Uh, the Follerville Fair. Yeah. And they won, like, just stupid stuff like a Corvette windshield. And uh, you got a call. And I, we gave out our friend's number. <laughs> I guess you got bombarded with, like, 40 different calls the next day with people wanting a Corvette windshield. That's so funny. They're like, what? It's like, it was, uh, what am I going to do with a Corvette windshield? Yeah, sell it worth like 400 bucks i remember i was like 15 or 16 and um he actually wheeler referred to the ticket i guess <laughs> that's an on in dallas it's the, it's the station in dallas 1310 the ticket and uh, i was like a stern commercial break so i'd flip over and listen to sports during the long ass commercials even back then and um it was around mavericks time so i called in with the dallas mavericks question and at the very end I said uh, they had a guy on in the afternoon who still works in Dallas, Chuck Cooperstein. He, like, actually, I think, calls the Maverick games now. And I go, Coop sucks, Howard rules. And then I hang up real quick, and I turn on the radio to see if they let it through. And I was so excited because I let it through, and they just laughed, and they are like, ha, ha, ha. And they go, they go, yeah, you're right, Coop does suck, and that's the guy in their station. <laughs> So I figured that was pretty cool, too. But I think that's the only radio prank call, I guess, that I ever made. We used to prank Mojo all the time, mm -hmm. and he would get pissed. He'd be like, stop calling me! Stop it! Just screaming. Uh, it, the thing about that, that was a music sh show, so he wasn't on, like, live, so it, he would never snap on the air. Yeah. And, it, and I guess I can understand, because occasionally we'll get douches that, that call, too, you know, Eric? who... Um, you know, try to slip something in, and then they go on. And you're right. I used to get really mad. But then you, being a person who used to do this all the time, you're like, dude, don't get mad. It's only going to fuel the fire. Yeah. Just either dump it and play it off or let it go. I used to, because whenever Mojo got real mad at us, we'd call ten times more that night than we normally did. Hmm. All right. Let's take a break. Let's come back. We need to tease the, uh, oh, Fahrenheit 9-11. Yeah. We have these tickets. Do you want to do something like this? Do we want to, um, how do we want to give these away? Have you decided? I got a really funny movie theater story. And maybe you can tie in. We'll, 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 talk, we'll talk about, about it. it off there. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll go there. Hold on. We gotta t we, all right. I got to take a break. I got some good calls on there. 
We need to take a very quick break. We'll come back. Hold on a second. Matt Albert, you're in the hideout on JFK. Remember my prank call to you? Yes, you son of a bitch. You got me banned from the wedding show. <laughs> Hello, this is Alex. And um, my dashikis are fitting just perfectly. <laughs> he called. I'm, I'm, I was filling in for the wedding show. He calls in with that. He talks about Alex and Justin getting married in Canada. <laughs> and then it was okay at the time that when we played the callback on the hideout, on the old Saturday night show, Sharon, Sharon Lewis got bent. And, uh, yeah, I subsequently got banned from the wedding show. Are you, how are you getting here tomorrow for the, uh, for the tourney? Gino can't take me. I'm, hey, no, whatever his name hey, is. Hey, no, who Chuchara? Why can't he take you? He, I just, I am him. He said he's getting a ride from his friend. How'd the friend get you? Huh? If you leave now, maybe you can make it. I think I can. If I get my rascal scooter, I can make it. All right. Are you going to be down here? I'll tell you Hopefully this. Hopefully, if Jay is listening, call me, Jay. <laughs> Why don't you call Jay? Call Jay. I don't know his number. I'm going to say this. Matt Albert, I swear to Christ, if you are not here tomorrow for the crowning of the Negro Nation, I will ban you. Yeah, and I'm behind it this time, too. I'm and I'm not kidding. Time. I will ban you for a month, and then you will have nothing. Nothing in your life. Yep. You understand me? So if yes, you need Alex. to get a, if, hey, that's the quickest way to get banned, you son of a bitch. Three zero one six six two. Hey, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> you better jump that crap out. What the hell? All right. Seven zero three five four zero. As if you got cut off. All right, beat it. Yeah. Ruski, you're in the hideout. That wow, new sounds. That wow, new sounds. You bringing the pizza and beer? Hey, man. Like I said, on Friday, I will come there, take my information. I will bring two pizzas, uh, chicken I wings. Hoping, I was hoping tonight. Uh, Dubs thought it was going to be for tonight. Why do people prank call? You do it? Um, No, I, I don't do it, guys, but, like, I'm a loyal listener. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, mm -hmm. people just love you guys, you know. Uh -huh. I love you guys. That's why they do it. All right, brother. Thank you. Hey, um, hey if you want me to... Come down to the station, man. I'll bring some pizza, some beer. Beautiful. That'll Rock. work. Yeah, we want it. Hold on. We'll get your info. We're so late on the break. Let's take a break. Come back. We're going to give away tickets to Fahrenheit 9-11, the most controversial movie of the year. Passion of the Christ ain't got nothing on this. Giving away tickets. Fahrenheit 9-11 next in The Hideout. 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. Brought to you by... I can't find it. The hell with it. The fingers you have used to dial are too fat. To obtain a special dialing wand, please mash the keypad with your palm now. Radio for fat kids. The Hideout with El Jefe and Jada. All right, welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. That is J Dubs. 866-277-4969. Again, if you want to win tickets, call now. Tickets to see Monica Moore's Fahrenheit 9-11. The film the censors didn't want you to see. What did Bush really know about September 11th? How is the Bush family connected to the Bin Laden family? Uh, Lionsgate Films, IFC, and the Fellowship Adventure Group present Michael Mills or Michael Moore's Fahrenheit 9-11 opening in theaters nationwide. Coming up on Friday, and I we're am, going in the morning, aren't we? I am stoked about going to see this movie. I'll probably see it around here. 
In fact, I was looking, though, for some places to go watch it. It's kind of tough to... Uh, it's very selective right now? It really is, because I was banking on it being uh, at the Ghetto Mall in, uh, in Silver Spring. Yeah, a lot of people aren't playing it. And I wonder why that is. It's just like the passion thing, you know? No, but that was everywhere. The passion was everywhere. You would figure that Fahrenheit 9-11 would be the same. This is more important. Everybody knows the story of Jesus. And it's really gotten a... I guess about equal run, and you know it's going to have a huge uh, demand, especially during the first couple weeks. I'm telling you, the the movie is going to be huge. Hey, uh, while we're lining up people on the phones, Bateman, you have a game that you wanted to play for us to do this? I remember you saying Fahrenheit 9-11 was going to be bigger than Shrek. I think it will be. I still think it will be. No. Why? Impossible. I'm telling you, people... What do you want to bet on it? Think about 9-11. Okay? And think about the fascination that we have even still watching the file footage. People will want to go and see this story. Will you bet Bateman's job on it? Yes. I'm willing to do that. By the way, how heartbreaking was Ron was like, no. No Bateman. It's so it's a surprise when I show up. No bats. Whatever, I'll be there. <laughs> that way I'm still in. What's the name of your game show? Uh, since I'm uncreative, uh, the black guy game in honor of our uh, Negro Nation tomorrow. Okay, you just can't go with the black guy game. What is that? It's the end game. Or it's the end game. Then. No, it's not. It's not at all. I was being facetious there. Yeah. Don't do that. Whatever. I was making a joke. Haha. All right. So give us one example of this, and uh, while we line people up. Again, eight six six two seven seven forty nine. So what you're going to do? You're going to give us hints, and they got to bl- guess what black guy you're talking about. Oh yeah, I guess they, actually even one's a woman. So okay, so they just all right. So it's the black guy or girl game. Yeah, actually two are women. <laughs> okay, actually three. <laughs> all right, give us an example. We'll see how hard it is. He's so crazy. He's crazy enough to go jogging while wearing several layers of clothing on a hundred degree day. After he awoke from his three-day coma, he went on a blue streak that included ranting at drivers on a busy street while carrying a loaded gun and hanging out at Big Mama's house. Okay. Letting this black man walk the street could be a threat to national security. Okay. You know we're giving away these tickets and we don't want to just give them away. Okay, you know that we could just go hand them out at 7-Eleven, right? Because, I mean, if anyone doesn't know who that is, how dare you even pretend to be an American? That's why I made it easy for our listeners. That is true, though. Have you, you, some of the games we make, nearly, we're just giving it to you. Last time you, I did one of these games, you guys were like, this is, this is too hard. Yeah, that is true. Uh, Monster? What's up, buddies? What are, you do, what, are you, what are you doing on the phone? Are you in Alabama? I am down in Alabama. I, what does Bateman know about black people? I don't know. It's a, he's a, he has man. Quit emailing me too on MySpace, you dick. <laughs> oh please, stop sending me naked pictures of yourself. Yeah, well, that's you can just find that on MySpace as as it is. Now you weren't even our intern. <laughs> In fact, you really weren't even our friend. <laughs> Shouldn't you be calling Ron and Fez? Well, what I'm what I'm trying to figure out is what do you, what are you guys talking about like Bush and women for? I mean, you guys are like the big three biggest bags I know. <laughs> what is this? Why why did you call? Uh, have you yeah, found a job yet? I actually have landed a job. Get out of here. Yeah, someone was actually stupid enough to take a chance on me. Uh, doing what? That ten grand paid off, huh? <laughs> you yeah, I'm doing board work. Yeah, it paid off real good. Oh, you and Wonder Boy. Are, what? are what? you are you on the air at all? Uh, well, I'm 
I'm pulling a shift uh, next week. Yeah, I'm going to be doing nights from like 7 to 11 while one of the guys is on vacation. Oh, so. Jesus Christ. What yeah, it's going to be... Anybody know where I can store some crack around here? I'm dumping out of that. You're a prick. And I'm hanging up on you, too. What is that? How does he just come in here, middle finger blaring, dropping uh, insensitive terms towards Moe's and black people? All right, we're ready to play this game. Here we go. Before you go on, you want my name for the game? No, I no. don't. I really don't. I don't feel comfortable at all. We don't want to. We aren't going down that road. No. No. No, because the show is all inclusive, and I don't want this show getting labeled something that it should oh, I mean, be. It's, it could be anything. Uh, write it down. Just write it down for me, real quick. In the meantime, Mike, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, bro? Hey, how's it going? Good, man. You, uh, like, Bateman, give him the, uh, give him the first one. Here we go. Who, uh, not whose weekend was it? Um, name that black guy, I guess, on JFK. All right, let's go. He's so crazy. He's crazy enough to go jogging while wearing several layers of clothing on a 100-degree day. After he awoke from his three-day coma, he went on a blue streak that included ranting at drivers on a busy street while carrying a loaded gun and hanging out at Big Mama's house. Letting this black man walk the street could be a threat to national security. By the way, to get this, you have to get three out of five. <laughs> Just to uh, make that clear. Okay, okay. Uh, um, Mike, who is that? Who is that black guy? Uh, who is Martin Lawrence? Yes, of course it's Martin Lawrence. You don't get claps for that. It's Mike Bateman pretending to clap like it was so hard. You Come on, you don't remember the other callers during the other games? Give me another one. Uh, you got to get two more. Okay. This black guy should have stuck to hanging out with rats named Ben. Now he's known for hanging out with young boys and monkeys. And that's not a racist remark either. <laughs> hanging around this kook must be a real thriller. But can you tell what? me just how bad and dangerous this black kid toucher is? All right, Michael Jackson. All right. uh, um, Mike, do you have any uh, guesses? I guess that's Michael Jackson. Yeah, congratulations. You're one step closer to going to see Fahrenheit 9-11. All right, do Janet next. <laughs> yeah, let's just get Janet out of the way. Go ahead, let's read it. This whore effed everything up. She was secretly married for nine years. He wrote one for Janet. <laughs> now she's divorced, but that's the way love goes. But then she flashed, and now the FCC is cracking down on us. Now everyone hates her. Now that's poetic justice. What? Are we, we may as well be flying over the city, <laughs> dropping tickets to Fahrenheit 9-11. Uh, what's your guess on that, Mike? I guess that's Janet Jackson. Yay! Could you pretend to maybe make it hard? <laughs> I just want my ticket. Yeah, no, good for you. Congratulations. Hold on. You're going to see uh, Fahrenheit 9-11 opening nationwide uh, coming up Friday from Lionsgate Films, IFC, and the Fellowship Adventure Group. Michael Moore. Ah, what should I do? Mm -hmm. What should we do? <laughs> you want to do it that way? I wish that I had my list in front of me. Um, let's go to let's go to Alberto. Alberto, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, guys? What's up, brother? Hey, um, I don't have my list in front of me, but I Mantan, do that one. Do you have that one? Here we go. Who, name the black guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I just lost my other sheet. Thanks to Punani. Anyway. Often confused for Wayne Brady. Oh, you wrote one for Mantan. Yes. Jesus Christ. Go ahead. Often confused for Wayne Brady, this biker bar regular is also a hideout regular. Known for a shucking and jiving while dropping jokes on Matt Albert. It's too... <laughs> Stop over there, you're distracting me. It's too bad his white man talk show will never get off the ground since he owes 
CSV tuition money. There's nothing better than hearing this black man lie to white women about having his own radio show in order to score. Um, Who is it? Name that black guy. Hey, man. Uh, Aunt Jemima. (laughs) What? What did I just say? No, hold on a second. He didn't get it. He could still continue to play. He's got three more chances. Give us three out of five, baby. Three out of five. (laughs) I like that he missed that one. I made the game too hard. Thank you, Alberto. Go ahead, Bateman. Aunt Jemima. God. Jesus. Go ahead. Sit back and pour yourself a glass of Colt 45 with this brother. One of the smoothest black men in his day, he's still cool, even though he was in those nerdy Star Wars movies. If you don't know who I'm talking about, you better just listen to Brian's song. Um, that one's actually hard. I yeah, think that I one's know. harder. I think is I know. Is that Billy D. Williams? Yeah. Yes, it of is. course. Who's the other black guy in Star Wars? There's not one, is there? Darth Vader. All right, maybe. You're right. James Earl Jones. That's right. James Earl Jones. All right, here we go. Get two more. This black guy went straight from high school to professional basketball. When he's not when he's not out raping white women, he's all oh, bas- allegedly allegedly wait, raping white women. Kobe on, thank you for thank making. You. Do you want to read the rest of your jokes no. or your um, your no. slander, or your libel, or whatever it is? No, no. Man, that's, that's harsh, man. I'm dumping out of that. Why, Alberto? One more. And why are we playing this game about black people? No, you yeah. two. Uh, get everyone ready for tomorrow. Yeah, he's got racist. No, he's got three out of five. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it matters. Um, oh, tomorrow's the Negro Nation thing. Yeah, that's why. All right, here we go, Alberto. Tickets to Fahrenheit 9/11. Dark of the night, this vampire hunter uses his blade to save the world. Call him the N word, and he'll reach his boiling point and commit murder at 1600. Snipes. Thanks for letting me finish, Dick. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard, you know. Yeah, exactly. Congratulations. Did you miss the first one when we gave you the answer. Uh, stop yelling at the listeners. Alberto, you're a winner. Not really. Not in life. You want to see Fahrenheit 9/11 opening nationwide this Friday? <sighs> How many more of these do you have? Why are you angry? Not, uh, no reason. Because he's a fool. Just a fool. Winky, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey. You sure you don't want to join the Ron Fed show? Because I'm willing to give you. I got two weeks left and then I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. All right, here we go. Uh, name the black guy, according to Bateman. Often confused for a hideout regular, Mantan. This Oreo is often called a disgrace to the black race for his shucking and jiving and all around minstrel show. It's too bad his white man talk show was canceled. There's nothing better than seeing a black man sing and dance while the white folk hoot and holler. Answer me this. Whose line is it anyways? And name this barely a black man or Bateman will have to choke a bitch. Who is it? Matt Albert. No. (laughs) I'm sorry. You missed that one. Let's do Matt Albert next. Yeah, let's do Matt Albert next. I'm sure you wrote one up for him. Did you? Of course. Jesus Christ. All right, I think that was Wayne Brady. Yes, it was. Anyone that listens to the show. All right, go ahead. Hey, hey, hey. It's... Wait, I can't give away the answer. (laughs) What? Here's some clues. Six foot three, 480 pounds, no car, still no license, no job, no chick, still a virgin. Sometimes he looks like a coon. I, I mean, a raccoon. As seen what? On... What are you doing? As, as seen on PortoDan.com. I mean, RadioHideout.com. All right, let me explain that. There's a picture that a listener sent of putting Matt Albert's face on the fattest raccoon in the history of the world. <laughs> oh, my God. Bateman? Who was that, Winky? Matt Albert. Yes, congratulations. <laughs> That's uh, your um, one for two. Do we have to play the game anymore? We don't have to do anything. What's, what's wrong, Dubs? 
Can you, are you in shock the way I am? Yeah. <laughs> Give us one more, Bateman. If you get this right, Winky, you're going to 9-11, or uh, Fahrenheit 9-11. I'm trying to pick a good one to end on. Yeah, I'm sure. You already did the Mantan and Matt Albert ones. Magic Johnson looks good. <laughs> hey, just get, just got a report in demographics for KKK members strong. I'm sure. Here I am trying to do something positive, and Bateman comes running in. I come running. Is, is this your way? You're like you're trying to get in all your jokes tonight and get your racist views out, so that tomorrow when we do the crowning of the uh, new leader. You feel better about yourself or what? Next question. Go ahead. I'll give you 48 hours to tell all the ways this donkey ruined his career. When his ancestors were coming to America on the Middle Passage, do you think they had any idea their descendants' movies would become a clump of nothingness? (laughs) Name this formerly black. Look at him laughing. I didn't write that one. He He thinks that's funny. I didn't write that one. I was laughing at how bad it was. Winky, who was that? Um, repeat the question. All right. It was Eddie Murphy. You lose. Matt Albert wrote that and one. And you lose. And I apologize to everyone. I'm sorry, guys. Bateman did it. That's the new thing. Bateman did it. I think that went well. <laughs> <laughs> what show are you listening to? What game were you listening to? And you can't even read. You've been hanging out with Matt Albert too long. What is that funny? It's hard to get through the jokes. <laughs> God. We should have done like a contest of like if you, who could spit it out the quickest. I mean, immediately. I play that with women on the weekend. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back. We have more Fahrenheit 9-11 tickets to give away, and we'll do that very soon. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Want to call the hideout? Call the hideout. Want to yell at us? Want to yell at the people yelling at us? All I want is a number. That should be goddamn good enough for you. Now give me a number, okay? Damn me. I'm sick of the Give me a number. I'll kill you. You want that? Call the hideout at 866-277-4969. You're killing me. 866-277-4969. Everybody be cool. You be cool. The hideout. The hideout. Here they are. El Jefe. Half of the food chain and dinner and shirt. All right, welcome back into the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. 866-277-4969. And we apologize for the last segment. Before, yeah, I think we have to do like uh, almost a uh, something before Bateman comes in from now on and just apologize for him. Beforehand. I mean, every single time it's something against women, against somebody, the Bateman writing up games. And really, the thing that was most offensive about that was that it was just so goddamn easy. Because we dumped out of a couple of things that people were trying to say. It was so easy. Why do people still miss the answers after you gave them out? I don't know. But I just want to let you know, this is a very all-inclusive place, despite what Bateman is trying, the agenda that he's trying to run. So, Dean, because of that, you've been on hold for so long. I'm going to go ahead and give you a ticket as a way of atonement for the hideout. Uh, go, right. go see Fahrenheit 9-11, the new Michael Moore film from Lionsgate Films, IFC, and Fellowship Adventure Group. And in all seriousness, everybody should try to go see this movie, even, even more so if you... If you think that you're against what Michael Moore is doing, 
you should go watch the movie mm -hmm. so that you can formulate your thoughts. And that way, when people ask you, well, why do you hate the movie, you can actually point it out. Well, this, this, and this. Because right now you have people talking about how horrible the movie is and how it's nothing but lies, but they haven't seen it yet. So uh, right. keep that in mind. And thank you, Dean, all right? All right, man. Hey, yo, I actually wanted to tell you guys about another uh, spot, this guy named Alex Jones, who's basically piggybacking on what Michael Moore is doing at Infowars.com, and he has much more uh, documents than probably even Michael Moore does. What is it, Infowars.com? Yeah, Infowars.com. It's this radio host down in Chicago named Alex Jones. Okay. And uh, I've seen four of his tapes, and basically what he is, what he's telling you is he's alerting you to the conspiracy of the government creating terrorism to take away uh, our rights in the guise of that. terrorism to, to create, to uh, establish their new world order and their Illuminati. <laughs> well, no, hold on. I mean, you guys laugh, but why would you laugh? What if that could possibly be true? I mean, who knows? It could be true. You never know. Our thing, our thing is, like, we keep laughing stuff off and not looking at stuff, and then one day we're going to wake up, and we're going to not realize the world that we're living in when we no longer have any rights. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's not going to this extreme that Dean's telling us about, but I do think we need to keep our eyes open. And Just at least check the site out. Just check the site out. That's all I ask. All right, hold on, Bone. You're going to see the movie. If we don't keep our eyes open, people are going to be stealing our shirts and bringing them back to us. Did I return your shirt? And what is that? By the way, Bad Monkey is here. And why would you say that? Do you really think I'm some sort of a conspiracy nut, Dubs? I, I didn't. <laughs> Until when? Until about two minutes ago. What, because I said maybe we should listen to everybody who, uh, to listen and maybe examine? And maybe the guy is full of crap, but we'll go look at it. If it's too crazy, then it's too crazy. But who's to say? You never know. You just never know, dude. There are people that feel that exact same way about the Michael Moore film, that it's just nothing but propaganda and lies. And this guy's actually got videotape. But no, that's lies, man. Tapes can be doctored. He said he saw his tapes. It's probably of him talking into a, into a handicam. That's probably his tapes. No, I'm talking about Michael Moore. People oh. are still saying that kind of stuff. They're acting as if Michael Moore's this guy from this Infowars or something.com. Sideshow head tapes. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that son of a bitch. That's <laughs> And you want everybody to listen to that, too? No. <laughs> uh, right on, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up? Right on, fellas. What's going on? What's up, man? Hey, man, I appreciate the apology to the brothers and the sisters for that last bit. Yes. I ain't gonna, I'm not going to be the dead horse. I don't want reparations, man, but we need some type of retribution. Your boy Bateman, man, he got this tone, got to do something. That was garbage. How about this? How about we all punch him in the throat? <laughs> Let me ask a question. What did I say that was racist? The coon, the coon thing. It was a joke. The whole thing. Oh, the, the, the everything, man. Name that black guy. Come yeah, on. What, what, what's wrong? Name the hit, but name the white trash. You know, we don't want You know, y'all guys are cool, you know, so. Of course. And we're all. All right, that'll be the next thing. Name the white trash, then. <laughs> it's all going to be my family. Actually, you know what, though? To be perfectly honest with you, on Christmas, we did a game called Name That Celebrity Vag, That Celebrity Jewish Vag. So. I think we fit everybody, but um, but yeah, I understand what you're saying, and, and thank you for accepting the apology. Know that we're not racist in the hideout. We we love everybody. The only thing that could be considered racist was the Matt Albert thing, and that's just a joke because he and I joke around. Like and that. actually, but other people don't know that. And if you went to the website, I think you'd get that more. Yeah. But instead, you're giving out plugs for Porno Dan's website, and instead of RadioHideout.com, where people can go actually see what that's Porno about. PornoDan.com is that what you were saying? Thanks, right on. No problem. Right so, on. Peace. See you, bro. One more thing. Joe, you're in the hideout on JFK. 
Hey, guys. How you doing? What's up? Listen, first I wanted to say congratulations on getting the permanent spot. It's real great. Oh, thank you. And I just wanted to say that, that, you know, all this stuff, man, and believe me, I am not, you know, I know cliche, I'm not anti-American, but I think we have to be really careful about how we act sometimes because as a country, we can be very arrogant when we want to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we have, to wa- we, we have to watch out for that, you know. I mean, we're not always right about every freaking thing, you know. And that's what usually tends to get, it's the arrogance that will get us in trouble. It's, you know what it is? It's what just happened in the hideout. We did, well, not really. Bateman, Bateman did something bad. And we came in and we apologized for it. We owned up. We said we're sorry. Everybody knows that we're genuinely sorry, even though I, you know, I'm really sorry that it was just a crappy yeah. bit, to be, be honest with you. You just owe the listeners another segment, that's all. But yeah. that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dubs is going to stay till 1.30. Yeah. There you go. That's the way to do it. All right, but yeah, the, the comment with the ignorance, I appreciate that. Thanks, Joe. Okay, man. All right. I'd be happy to stay and do an extra segment. You by yourself? No, it's just going to be another one of those black-hating games. Name that black guy. Come on. What's up, Punani? No, I was hoping to talk to Joe, but, I mean, what's the greatest country in the world? Hmm. What, what is Turkey. It? No, I'm dead serious. Italy? Okay, you guys can joke about it, but I, I, I've never met anybody say anything other than the USA. Australia? It's a natural area. North Korea. It's a natural arrogance that uh, we carry around. No, of course. I mean, look. Uh, Why can't we be arrogant? It, it, arrogance and pride are two different things, though. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. Look I, at you coming through in the clutch. It's I so true, though. It's like I rarely agree with Ted Nugent. But the great Motor City Madman said, America sucks. It just sucks a whole lot less than everywhere else. And it's true. When you really think about it, that's, that's really a true statement. When you look at everything that's going on. Canada's pretty cool. No, it's not. Stop. At least Windsor. You like going over to Windsor? I'm, I loved it when I was 19 and could drink there. And the 17-year-old clubs and going over there and uh, right. getting drunk. That's great. Hey, maybe you, me and you should go to Bentley sometime. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, there you go, Punani. There he is. Waving the flag. Good for you. <laughs> hey, how are the United doing? How they won tonight? Adu scored. I, yeah, I heard uh, Freddie Adu score. He actually heard Freddie Adu score, and he's going to tell his grandchildren. Yeah. Did they go crazy over? I heard a 14-year-old score. He's 15 now. 15. Uh, all right, let's move on. Now I feel like we should just take another break, wash our hands, and be done with it. Hey, let's see. Um, did you see this, Dubs? I was hanging out at your place, and. We were sitting there watching, what was it, Jay-Z Loaded? Yeah. Or something like that? Yeah. And we're watching the Bonnie and Clyde video, uh, and I guess it's Jay-Z and Beyonce. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there watching this, and do you believe that Beyonce is hot? No. Not for a second. I think the other two in Destiny's Child are way hotter. You think Kelly Rowland and then uh, whoever the other one is is, yeah. is uh, hotter than Beyonce is? Yes, definitely. And I, I mean, I was into Beyonce at first, but I think when I started going downhill as far as Beyonce goes, is when she did that Crazy in Love song, or maybe when, maybe when it was the oversaturation of Beyonce, or the movie, the the uh, Gold Member movie. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that, she was horrible in that. I guess she was playing like the old school black exploitation role. Mm-hmm. And then she comes in here and she does Crazy in Love and she's just she's she's just rolling around on the ground and it just looks sad. You know, it's just and I always thought she looked kind of tardish too. 
Like she's Her like, eyes are too far apart. Yeah, a little bit like Brandy, where her eyes are just a little further apart than you maybe normally would uh, expect. It's Especially like it's being pushed apart by a chromosome. <laughs> and it, I was going to say some retard action there. But I look at this, though, and I just wonder like, what the fascination is. You know what I mean? Because she's probably one of the hottest things going right now. Hold on a second. Mantan. What's up, fellas? What's, What's up, up, brother? Hey, I got a comment and also a little warning for Bateman that's just been uh, handed down to me. Mm -hmm. um, Bateman's got to pick up his production of the show. That last game show was absolutely horrible. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even offended by the content. I was just offended by the game show. Right. And um, my buddy JR from the Biker Bar, mm -hmm. as uh, he so eloquently put it, right, wants to tell D Bateman that uh, bikers do not like being mocked and they do not have a sense of humor. So uh, he might want to carry a tire iron under his seat for a little while. So Bateman has not only made our black listeners upset, now he's make our he's made our biker listeners upset. Yeah, and Bateman was hitting on his girl the last time he was up at that biker biker bar. I told RJ about that too. So is there any time that Bateman can go out without hitting on someone? I don't know. He was all over, man. Especially when she belongs to somebody else. All over. He couldn't keep his hands to himself. Nah. Right. I just wanted to tell him that. All right, bro. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Late. All right. See ya. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. I'm just looking forward to it being a different day. You know? <laughs> I'm looking forward to the weekend. Weekend! <laughs> so, but now Beyonce has her own perfume. Yeah. Do you see this? She's coming out following in the steps of all these people who are putting out perf perfumes. I guess J-Lo put out a perfume. Uh, Britney Spears has a perfume. Does she really? Yeah. And remember Jordan's perfume or cologne or yeah, whatever it, it was? That's still out. You can still buy that. Can you really? Yeah. Wasn't it the worst smelling? I never took a whiff of it. And there are certain ones that are just like, you can't even believe that somebody would put that on their body. What I always wondered is if, like, they just have a scent that they just found and, uh, you know, are looking for a good spokesperson for or if they actually find a scent that goes with that person. <laughs> like, Because like this one's with Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah. Who, uh, who Beyonce is with. And so you're right. If, if they say, hey, or Hilfiger, however you say it, how they have... They have a sense already. And so what it is that they do is they say, hey, Beyonce, we've got something. Would you be interested in marketing it? Yeah. Or does she say, I've always wanted to do this. Why don't you guys create something for me? Or we'll create together and then, you know, it'll be, you know, my scent. I, oh, maybe some guy, some junior assistant falls over and his face hits a chair. And that, then they find out what scent it most uh, resembles and... Hit that up that way? Okay, I guess that joke didn't work. All right. I understood what you're going All right. for. Yeah. All right, you're, but you're banned from the studio, too. <laughs> All of you. Hey, bring in our... Uh, but I do wonder how they create that, though. Because there's nothing, honestly, there's nothing like the smell of just a beautiful lady. When she's got cologne on, or uh, perfume, or whatever it is. Do you wear any? I, I do buy cologne, mm -hmm. but I'll only wear it for like the first week, and then I get tired of it. What happens? I just get tired of how it smells, and I won't wear it anymore. Well, then maybe you should mix it up then. Yeah, I probably should. What do you What do you What do you tend to hold on to? What do you prefer? Uh, Ducar Noir. <clears throat> oh, the other uh, one, little black bottle. Yeah. What about you, Bad Monkey? What do you wear usually? Uh, deodorant. Is that it? Yeah, man. And this, you know, this actually goes back to yesterday and what we were talking about with the uh, environmental work group lady. Yeah. About how we just keep putting more and more scents onto our bodies. My friend used to wear just deodorant, too. He'd uh, put some on his uh, underarms and then some on his chest and maybe some on his neck so he'd smell good. 
<laughs> so he'd, he'd put it all over his. He'd put, literally put the deodorant all over instead yeah. of going out and getting some cologne or even. But he, you'd always have cologne, but he liked that smell better. You like the uh, the uh, high endurance pure sport smell better. See, I've never taken it quite that far. See, when I put on cologne, like I wear Obsession. So, like, can you deduce? I feel like I put a lot on, but at the same time, I don't think that I. Like, I don't carry the scent throughout the day. Somehow I feel my body chemistry just eats it up. Yeah, I mean, I always pour it on. You know, like, you know, usually people just do two squirts or something. I'm covering myself in it. And then I never, it never follows me to wherever I'm going. Hey, is Alex our intern here? Or the uh, the intern, the nighttime intern? Is he around? Bring him in for a second. Because I want to see, the, I would have Bad Monkey smell me, but I don't want Bad Monkey to have to smell me. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Let's see if we can uh, get Alex in here and see if he can get a little whiff. I'm because you always wonder what I'm what I'm spell what I smell like too. Um, like for for the uh, have you ever had like that friend who just just weeps? The friend who just absolutely smells and you can't tell them. Hey, Alex, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Doing all right. How you doing? Good, good. Hey, come here and come here and sniff real quick. Take it. Just take a sniff of like my forearm. And see if you can if you can tell what that is. Do you smell like is you smell like I got any cologne or anything right there? You smell anything? Uh, I guess, man. Maybe something slight. Yeah. Kind of smells like. Uh, I put on like twelve. What does it smell like? It doesn't really smell like cologne, man. It smells like like right guard or something like that. <laughs> Actually, I use degrees. Not. I don't put right guard on my forearms. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Hey, do you think you could do this? All right, uh, you know, you're a young kid. By the way, um, how much does he look like Adam Carolla to yeah, you? Yeah. Really? Have you ever gotten that? Have you ever, has anybody ever called you Carolla? No, I've got Tom Hanks a lot. <laughs> no, I don't see that. <laughs> I know. Oh, I could kind of see with the hair a little bit. Yeah. Maybe from big. Bosom buddies Tom Hanks. Yeah. From now on, you're to be referred to as Tom Carolla. Okay. All right? That's your new nickname in the hideout. Or should we go with Alex Carolla? Alex Carolla. I like Alex Carolla, too. You even kind of look... He's just got the same kind of laid back, yeah. goofy smile, real hairy neck. That's your look. <laughs> you need a little bit bigger eyebrows, and you'd be a dead ringer. You want my eyebrows? Well, you know, I shaved them, so just give it a few days, and they'll be right back up <laughs> do you, to his. Do you trim them? Huh? Yeah, you know, I'm Italian. I have to a little bit. Right. Yeah. You trim in the middle? Yeah. That's to. what I have to do, too. I know. I, and you know, it's a son of a bitch getting that Mach 3 in between the two eyebrows. I, I think we've found some bonding time with you, too. Yeah. With Fezzi, you get to go drink with me. We're shaving. How's your back? Oh, man, I don't even know. It's, it's not even worth going there, man. You know what I've noticed, Stubbs? I got hair that will now kind of start to stick out of the neck of my shirts. Like in the back. Oh, I've noticed too. Have you? Yeah. Why aren't you telling me this, man? I, I've noticed that since the day I knew you. No, it wasn't yes. that bad. Has yeah. anyone else noticed? Yeah, welcome to old age, El Jefe. Now, I'm only 26. I'm not old. Yeah. Yeah. When it starts. Oh, Christ. Do you understand in 14 years, years you'll be 40? That's not too far off. What do you think about it? I don't think I'll make it to 40. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I don't see it happening. But you think about 14 years isn't that long. You're right. You're <laughs> 40. Where, were we, where was I 14 years ago? When you think about it, 14 years ago, you're fresh. No, you were like in the eighth grade or sixth grade. That doesn't seem that long ago either. That does seem like a long time. That's that's a whole lifetime, 14 years. That's a long time. That's not that big a deal. And you know what? I don't mind being 40, though. 
Punani, are you 40? How old are you? It's not that big a deal, is it, being 40 years old? You're still no, actually, I mean, the, 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 the weird age for me was 30. I mean, when I hit 30, I thought life ended, and that 40 didn't do anything to me. You know what? 30's young nowadays, though. Yeah. 30 really is, is nothing anymore, because they say that adolescence has, has, like, extended until you're, like, 25. So 30 is like when you were... I don't know, 21 back in the old days. I mean, that's def I'm definitely finding that out to be true uh, because I'm I'm feeling a lot younger now than I did when I was 30. Mm -hmm. So, all right, let me see here. Hold on a second, Matt. You're in the hideout on JFK. What's going on, buddy? What's up, brother? I heard you talking about back hair and how you noticing coming out of your neck of your shirt. Uh, since I'm I'm 20 now and I'm really hairy. Since I was 16, I've had back hair and it's coming out of the top of my shirt. Oh, bro, I don't have it that bad. What do you do? And I don't do anything to it. I mean, I'm not going to shave it. I can't reach, so I'm not going to wax it. I mean, I look, because I'm Italian. I'm Italian and Irish, but I, I just took over the Italian blood. And uh, I kind of look at it as uh, that's what my grandparents gave me, and I'm not going to get rid of it. You sound so like I don't a burly grizzly bear, don't you? Now, do you, do you go around sure. will you go around with your shirt off? I do every once in a while. I mean, when I'm at the pool or at the beach, I'm not ashamed of it. I mean, I'm 20, and I'm covered in the front. I have it coming down my arms now. I'm starting to get it on the uh, inner part of my arm, so it looks like my uh, armpits are like six feet long now. <laughs> I have it coming over the uh, forearm, and I have it all over the back, and I have it coming up from the ass. And I mean, I'm just covered. If I go out in like a G-string, I'll get shot, and someone will say they have a uh, Bigfoot. They got Sasquatch. All right, bro. Thanks, man. Hey, Dubs, I noticed the uh, guy riding. Just for kicks, he should just take pictures of himself looking over his shoulder, <laughs> walking in the woods. I saw a guy riding a bike over by your place. Completely looked like he was wearing a sweater. Really? And he just had his shirt off. Do you run around with your shirt off there, uh, Corolla? Oh no, man. I don't even. I don't even want to go there. You don't? It would scare everybody, man. I mean, it really would. Hmm. I mean, not to mention, I'm not in the most in shape person at all. And you know, I got kind of like man boobies a little bit when my shirt's off, so it's not. It's not pleasant, you know. So I, I don't really want to torch. You know, I got roommates and stuff. And like, yeah. even when I, even when I was married and I had my chick. I wouldn't walk around shirtless. Oh, I do. Well, you don't have any hair, though. But I have big nipples. I think it's worse. That's so disgusting. <laughs> I got you beat, no matter what card you pull. And you know what? About two, three weeks ago, I noticed ear hair. I noticed ear hair. In my ears? No, sticking oh. out of my ears. And I was like, wow, I'm to the point where I think I need one of those ear nose trimmers. <laughs> That's me. You know, 26. I have the worst, uh, worst uh, wax in my ears in the world. Hmm. Like I put it in there every day. Orange, just deep orange, almost red. Every day. Every day. That's blood. You're going too far. Let me see if I got some in here. I'll show All you. All right. So now, now here at this radio station, we clean the cart machines, the tape machines, with uh, basically long Q-tips, and Dubs is now digging into his ear. I did this this morning, so I might not have that much. Oh, you're so dirty. You put it in one ear. I didn't have anything in that ear. So you don't then stick it in the other ear. Hey, look at that. Hold on a second. Let me see that. And you cleaned this morning. Yeah, I cleaned it this morning. Holy crap. Oh, my God. That's rank. Yeah. Hey, hey, do you wax your car with that stuff? <laughs> and that's like, there's like scabs. Yeah, I can make uh, I can make like candles out of it. You really could. All right, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go for the rest of the week without cleaning. And I how, about, how about this? We do a, we do an extended one. I'll go till next Friday because it won't be that impressive. 
Corolla, I'll give you 20 bucks to use this as a lollipop. <laughs> you wouldn't do that? No way, man. 40. You got to keep going up. You're a college kid. Yeah, you got to keep going up. Man. Come on, look at that. It's just a little scab. Nasty. <laughs> How about this? If you were to keep going, man. I'll give you 20 if you use the same thing to clean out your ears. Would you do that? 20 bucks. To clean out your ears with the, with Dubs' used one? With the same one? Can, can I? Can I? Why don't you think about it? Why don't you, why don't you phone a friend? <laughs> yeah, why don't you? Th I'm going to set it right here, okay? I'm going to set it's, it. It's pretty rank. I mean, that's... It's, it's nasty, and you really man. cleaned that, yourself this morning? Yeah, it's just and that's, that's not even close to the worst. Yeah. I can't even imagine what your underpants look like. Oh, Johnny, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, I, my uh, my girlfriend in college used to wax my back. Her mom owned a salon, but uh, after I broke up with her, I've been using Nair, and it's great. Absolutely great on my back. Easy to put on, get the hair off. It's off for like three weeks. Doesn't it burn? I did leave it on too long once, and I got a chemical burn, and uh, it, was, it was really bad. But if you if you watch the clock, it's okay. How do you do it yourself, though? I mean, do you spread it on yourself, and then you peel it off, or what? Do you just well, spread I, a bunch on the, on the linoleum floor and just roll around it? Yeah, rolling around like a dog. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I, I only have hair where I can reach. You know, it's like patting myself on the back. I don't know what I would do if I had it coming up from my ass like the other guy. Yeah, see, I want to just get it off of my shoulders and my neck. Dubs, I'm so mad you didn't tell me about this. And let alone you saw it four years ago in Michigan. Well, I, I think, you know, you just got like a, kind of a weird mulletish type thing going. No, it's not a mullet. It's not a rat tail. It's back hair. Yeah, but, it, you know, it could be a new kind of mullet. I don't know. Maybe we do bring something in style there, Corolla. That's what I'm saying. You that, and me. Corduroy, corduroy shorts. EMT here in the hideout on JFK. Or, you know, when, uh, people, up, when people used to get laser lines put in their, uh, right in their uh, sideburns, why don't you do that in your back? All right. Or lightning bolts. Uh, what's up? What's what's going on, brother? What's going on, brother? What's happening? Hey, I I told him that I would come in and I would use that Q-tip and clean my ears with it for twenty bucks. <laughs> I ain't even scared. You know how to that at all? <laughs> I don't think we could do that with listeners though, because then they're technically exchanging some sort of. We can do it with interns, just not listeners. Oh yeah, abuse the interns, right? Yeah, that's the way it has to go. How about look at this? Twenty bucks is a lollipop. Forty is a lollipop. Would you do that, Corolla? No, man. If you were to, if you were to crank it up, I'm not cranking it 20 up. Twenty more bucks is. All right, thank you, uh, thank you, MT. That's yeah, forty bucks, but that thing's nasty. That's man. more than what we make on the show every night. It's all scabby. That is scabby, Dub. Have you ever like you worried about your ears? Uh, when I was when I was a kid, I had to get a big ball removed from your ear. Yeah. Of what? Wax. Wax. Oh my God, that's nasty, man. You're dirty. I'm not dirty. It's just natural. No, it's not. To have a big ball of wax, you got to get surgically removed from your ear. Is not natural. It's not my fault. I clean every day. Did you keep it? No. I was too young. I think I was only three years old. Mm. Did you mix it in with, like, the donut holes? Have your fat sister try to eat it? <laughs> I didn't have to mix it in with anything. Stonewall, you're in the hideout on JFK. Good on, brother. Good show tonight. Yeah, not really, but thanks. But uh, it's good dinner talk. Right. Uh, I heard that Dubs was going to... I was going to clean his ears next Friday. I was going to see if I can bring my brother, PJ, in there, who uh, he used to work with you guys. Yeah. yeah. He has the dirtiest damn ears you ever saw in your life, and I'm sure he would have no problem not cleaning his ears just to compare him with, uh, All right. with Dubs. Um, 
We can have a, a wax off. A what? I, wax on, wax off. You really think that you can do until a week from Friday? Because I'm afraid we're going to have to get surgically removed. <laughs> I, I can do it. What's nasty about PJ's is his isn't just like a uh, like a yellow color. The bitch turns black and oh. it, just, it coats it. And yeah, mine like mine will up for a while. Like, have you ever have you ever been on a date with a chick and you guys start making out and then you like start first of all you're like you know necking or whatever it is and then you see inside the ear and there's like this big like glob of goo oh. and then sometimes you don't even look and you, you know how sometimes you get involved and you do ear stuff. And you can just taste oh, yeah. the the wax and just out. I'll one up you on it. Sometimes I'll just be driving down the road, a piece of wax will fall off onto my arm. <laughs> oh man! Oh guys, I have something real nasty. <laughs> like a year ago, I uh, came home from work and Peter had this girl on the couch, and I know how nasty his ears are. And he's not exactly the cleanest type to clean them all the time. I caught this bitch with his with her tongue in his ear, and I, and I knew what is in that damn thing. <laughs> right, thank you, Stonewall. We'll do that next Friday, PJ. Yeah. We'll do a wax off. I'm sure you're more than happy to show his nasty body to you guys. All right, bro. Like it'd be the first time. Does your chick ever uh, kiss your ears? No, she knows better than that. Yeah, she's a vegetarian. <laughs> now that could be a good source of protein, I suppose. Yeah. Um, uh, the grin. The grin. What's up? You're in the hideout. Hey, man. What's going on? What's up? Uh, yeah, you're talking about earwax. Mm -hmm. When I was 13, I had to get ear surgery because I had an overproduction of earwax. Yep. It was enough that I was actually going deaf. Yep. Same with me. So this is just something chemically that you guys are doing then? Yeah. Hmm. All right. I'm sorry, bro. Sorry about that. But I guess this is really some sort of a real condition, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Hmm. What ended up happening to you? You got to clean them every day now or what? No, I had to get uh, ear surgery when I was 13, mm -hmm. and uh, I've been fine ever since. I mean, every once in a while, I still need to get them all cleaned out, but... But the surgery took care clear. of it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm not, like, uh, in danger of building it up anymore, mm -hmm. but I still get real nasty wax. All right, Paranoid's so funny. He says he will smoke Dubs' earwax for a website plug. <laughs> You don't have to do that. Just go to paranoid.com. There's a link on radiohideout.com. Oh, what we need to do is set you up. They they do this deep heating thing, and it, it like melts all the wax out, and it cleans out your sinuses and everything. Because I had that done, and I, you just don't have a problem with it anymore. Hey, how about we do this with the wax? We dig in, okay? We you and a PJ and the wax off next Friday, and then we set it on fire <laughs> and see which one can burn the longest. I'm, I'm done. Does, wax, does the wax burn, or does it put it out? No, I won't burn it. Hmm. Damn, I thought that would be good. And here I am, knowing nothing about chemistry or physics or anything. I should have stayed in. Um, eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. I had something else that I wanted to uh, to, to talk to you about, Corolla. Hold on, we'll take one more call on this. Right. Heather, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hi, I work for our ear, nose, and throat doctor. We see patients with problems like this all the time. We have some people that have to come in once a month to get us to clean out their ears. Or they go deaf. So what is this that makes this happen, though? It's an overproduction. Sometimes, actually, dubs cleaning it too much can actually make it worse because your body thinks you don't have enough. Oh. I mean, earwax serves a purpose. It's there to keep it. You know, when it, it when it got real red and nasty like that is when I started in radio, I, I think it's because I have my headphones so loud. No, I, don't, I mean, I get 
you saying yes, Benoni, that can actually happen because the headphones? It's weird because, I mean, all the radio people I talk to have an excess buildup of wax. I don't. Unless their headphones are turned down. Mine are so loud. You know how loud mine are. Yeah, actually, and I keep mine pretty that, low. That's a stupid-ass theory of mine, but I because I don't have a problem with it, and I keep I barely listen. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, that's, that's possible. I've never seen anybody from radio, but we have that. We, musicians tend to have that problem more, too. Is there any way that um that dubs could die from this? <laughs> Not that I've ever seen, although I have seen people get really bad infections. God damn. From cleaning out their ears too much because of overproduction of wax. All right. Now i got to turn my headphones down. No, turn <laughs> them off. No. Let's see how loud you can get them. No. All right, Heather, thank you, baby. No, I can't hear anything. PJ. What up? We'll see you a week from Friday. What's going on? No, I was just, a week? My brother just called me and told me that I was entered in the contest. So what you need to do is clean your ears tonight. Okay. You're not going to clean them until next Friday, and you and Dubs are going to have an earwax off. And we're going to yeah. see who's dirtier. Okay. And the winner gets tickets to Fahrenheit 9-11. Oh. Okay. Next week. Yeah, next week. All right? Okay, it works. We'll talk to you, brother. All right, man. See you. DC Drew, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, guys, uh, I wanted to talk to Caroli. He's a friend of mine. Uh, I am his uh, boss at the radio station in Mason. Oh, I didn't you guys get shut down? Uh, we got off the air, but we're on the Internet and still, and uh, also on uh, the television on campus. All right, what do you want to say to him? Do you think he should accept the 40 bucks to put this I in I think he house? should do it. I definitely think he should do it. Come on, Caroli, make this happen, brother. Forty bucks. Forty dollars. All right, you're not going to back out if I do it, are you? You'll throw. I'll give you an extra twenty. Will you? Because yeah. you know, I will find you, man, and I'll beat you if you That's don't. Sixty dollars to use this as a lollipop. Get out of here. All the way through uh, the commercial break. All the way through the commercial. How break? about this? <laughs> let's take a commercial break. We'll come back and we'll make them do it during the next break. All right. That's cool. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Thank you, DC Drew. No problem. We'll see. You. And don't forget, you're in on twenty dollars on this. <laughs> Dubs, do you happen to have forty dollars on you? Not on me. Mm. Not even in my account. <laughs> We're good for it. Though. Wait, no, I gotta see the cash first now. No, you know, you know where we work, brother. K Dog, you're in the hideout. Yeah, that's why he's worried. <laughs> hey, what's up, fellas? What's up, bro? Yo, yeah, you know, Dubs, he be getting all that nasty earwax. I'm straight with that, but I get a whole lot of excess uh, belly button lint. Oh, I do the same thing. Yeah, Dubs. I actually have a very smelly belly button too. It stinks, yo. Yeah. How about we do this for the money? You gotta, you gotta sniff uh, Dubs' belly button. Sniff it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll put my finger in it. Yeah. And you have to sniff the finger. For forty bucks. <laughs> and wearing the lollipop. And the lollipop. No, you gotta crank it up. It was just no. forty bucks for just yeah. the lollipop. Well, you should have done it at the beginning. Now it's getting. Uh... Now you're going downhill. Yeah. Thank you, K Dog, for adding, bro. Hey, if we're yeah, getting no in the contest, I got some toe jam that I can dig out that'll kill oh. people. Look, you're going to make a ton of money tonight, yeah. Corolla. All right, hey, let's take a break. We're so late. We'll come back. Corolla's going to do something. Yeah, I'll do something. This is going to be fun. Very quick break. It's the Hideout 106.7 uh, WJFK. In the Hideout. First new message. Hey, what's up? Uh, I just got out of the studio. I'm trying to give you a call to see if we're still on for the night. So uh, call me back and we'll see if we can get things popping. I call me. Hey, what's going on? Just calling to make sure that we're still doing that thing tonight. Make sure you ain't forgot about me. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you give me a call. Eight o'clock, give me a call. Please. Hey, what's going on? It's like quarter after eight. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting a little worried. 
Maybe you're about to stand me up or something. You need to let me know what the f is going on or something. God bless. It's freezing out here. Give me a f call. Hey. Hey, what's up? It's me again. It's 930. What the f is going on? I thought we said we were doing something. Call me back. All right. Peace. Bye. Whatever the f Hey, look, if you don't want to hang out with me, that's fine. But at least have the f common decency to give someone a call, all right? Just call me. All right. Bye. Take care of your Point you to RadioHideout.com. Go there. Get yourself signed up for the first, um, I guess you would say, of the monthly. We'll do uh, video game tournaments for EA MVP 2004. We're going to do it up here at the station. We have prizes that we're going to give away. If you want to play this game, you think you can hang, we've got a couple slots left open. Uh, so email us at JFKHideout at AOL.com. You can find all of that information on RadioHideout.com. Also, the phone number... 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. Getting you caught up on everything that's happened so far, um, Beyonce was coming out with a new perfume um, on the uh, Tommy Hilfiger line called True Star. And we started talking about smells and then being dirty. Somehow it got into Dubs and his earwax problem, and he... He, he cleaned his ear with one of the uh, Q-tips that's in the studio to clean the machinery with. And in the hideout, we always keep the lights down low. But a Bad Monkey's here to film this. I'm just going to show, as, and you'll be able to see this on the website, how dirty Dubs' ears are. And I cleaned earlier today. And it's just all dirty and scabbed over and disgusting. <laughs> While we're introducing uh, the new nighttime intern... Uh, he, on the hideout, he is to be referred to as Alex Corolla. Well, we started getting into it with Corolla as to whether or not he'd be willing to use this Q-tip as a lollipop. Now, the price had gotten up to 40 bucks from the show, and then whoever works with you at your college radio station over at Mason said that he was going to get thrown an extra 20. Uh, you've been thinking about this over the break. Can you do this? I'm gonna, I think I'm going to have to go ahead now. I'm, I don't think I have any other choice. The only problem is that I don't think you can technically ingest anything. You know what I mean? Like putting this in your mouth. Mm -hmm. So i got another way for you to make some money. <laughs> uh, you know we were talking about Beyonce and like smells and like how would you get smells and stuff? Mm -hmm. I was thinking about this. What if you could correctly identify the smells of the hideout? Uh, Meaning me, Dubs, Punani, and Bateman... What we'll do is we'll have you sniff each one of our armpits, okay? Then you go into the buzz cave where it's like silenced off or whatever. <laughs> and what we'll do is we got these, these, these sheets of paper. We'll stuff them into our armpits. And then you come back in and you smell the sheets of paper. Which, uh, However many you get correct, I'll give you $10 for each one that you get correct. Beautiful. 
Has that, and then that, this way you don't have to put this in your ear or in your, your the, the the dirty uh, Q-tip in your uh, in your mouth. That thing's pretty rank, man. I gotta say, it's really disgusting, Dubs. It's bloodied. So you sure I gotta get a doctor for that, man? I mean, Heather, I'm fine. Yeah, Dubs don't care. Is this something you'd be willing to do? Absolutely. We'll give you ten dollars for each one that you correctly you got to correctly match them. All right. How about this? Everyone you get wrong, we get to punch you. You get to hit me. Mm-hmm. All right. You down with that? Yeah, why not? Tommy's usually such a wuss about that kind of stuff. We'll just punch you in the back, in your hairy back. <laughs> All right. So that's the way it'll go. Hold on, let's talk to X real quick. X, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's up, man? What's up? Yo. Hey, man, it's just, uh, I just want to tell you all two things real quick. I'm just laughing my ass off at how funny uh, you guys are. Okay. Telling us how dirty and hairy you guys are. Yep, well, that's why we're in radio and not TV. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that dude, Corolla, I wouldn't touch that thing because I already know your wax tastes sour because, uh, you know, I tested when I was little. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and one more thing. Do you guys ever get, uh, do your ears get sore when you listen to, like, music really loud? With, I mean, not just loud, but I mean with bass because... Usually when I have my bass boost really, really high, my ears start getting really sore after, you know, a couple of songs. Well, there are times during the show, Dubs, where I take my headphones off. Yeah, I think it's just the uncomfortableness of the big... uh, Just constantly having them on. I'll just take the headphones off and go Dave Diamond style without them on. Yeah, so that happens, X, and thank you for the phone call. All right, so let's do this. All right. All right, so you need to do... This is college student making money in the hideout. This is our way of compensating you. Who who do you want to sniff first? It's going to be me, Punani, Dubs, and Bateman. Uh, may as well just go with me since I'm right yeah. here. Yeah. All right. It's a little weird if I had to start picking out you know different dudes. All right. You know what? I want you to pick. pick first. Who do you who do you want to sniff first? Uh, I'll go with you since you're sitting next to me. Nice choice. Yeah. I always want to be first. I'm never going last. Right. Come here and give a sniff. <laughs> <laughs> Did you log it in your banks? What'd you think? Actually, not too bad, no? Nah, it's not It's not bad at all. I got a new shirt on, too. I got the Spunkadelic All-Stars from Pornodan.com. So now you got that one logged. All right. All right, Bateman, come over so we can sniff. This is a way of uh, compensating our intern. Oh, man. <laughs> is Bateman a little rank? A little bit, man. Okay. I worked out before I came. Did you? And you didn't shower? No. I so dirty. Punani. Punani's old man. <laughs> Punani just smelled like the penguin. He's like, he's like he's taking a snort of coke. He's just... That's so funny. Try to, try to log it in. <laughs> you need an extra sniff or you good? I'm, I, I'm starting to get him confused, man. All right, let me... Go over here. Go, go over there and do dubs right. real quick. <laughs> It's the hideout 106.7 WJFK. Uh, hold on, Bad Monkey didn't get that on video. Do it one more time. We're going to try to put this on Radio Hideout. <laughs> now, Dub was the only guy courteous enough to pull down his uh, yeah, his, his sleeve. I want to make sure you got a, a nice full whiff of it. All right, so do you, do you have... <laughs> it looks like he's high now. <laughs> Like it'd be the first time. Do you feel okay? It, it's it's odd. Yeah, no, yeah. I think I'm, I, <laughs> he's high. I think he's I'm, armpit high. He is kind of stumbling around. All right. Here's what we're going to do. All right. We're going to send you into the buzz cave. Okay? We're going to make sure Oddball's going to go in there with you to make sure you absolutely cannot hear what's going on. All right. All right? 
because we're, we're going to stuff the paper towels into our armpits, and we're going to have you smell. <laughs> okay? Yeah. All right, so Eyeball, if you can get in here, and we'll escort uh, our boy into the... Uh, all right, there he is. Walk with Eyeball, please, to the Buzz Cave. The silencing room, if you will. Hey, Bateman, go in there and let me know when they're good to go. Yeah, when they're uh, when we can start this. Yeah. All right, I've got them numbered one through four. And as soon as I let them know, we'll assign the numbers, mm -hmm. and then we'll we'll uh, we'll go ahead and do this. One, two, three, four. As I write it down, one hundred six point seven WJFK. <sighs> since it all goes back to since. We should ask him to which one of us has the best scent, which which one's most marketable. He he said mine was the worst. Did he? Yeah. Are they are they enclosed? Yeah, they can't hear anything. They're watching Eliminate. Oh well, I don't think they can see out. No, they can't. No. We got the blinds down in the yeah. bus cave. All right, Dubs, what did you want to do? All right, we're gonna we're gonna use them as toilet paper. <laughs> he thinks that we're putting them in our armpits. Instead, we're gonna use we're gonna we're gonna put them down our pants, the way you would with toilet paper. Down the back side of our pants. All right, uh, who should get what number? I'll go. I'll go with uh, number two. Give me number four. Dubs is gonna go with number four. He's gonna be able to identify this. <laughs> <laughs> Bateman, you're number one. Yes. And Punani, that leaves you with three. All right. Support. Oh. Just and I and I I hit the button on Why? that one. There's nothing wrong with that. That's I, after this show. Are you kidding me? Yeah, That's true. My pants are kind of tight. I need to unbutton. <laughs> you get unbutton. Which <laughs> poor guy. Okay. And this whole last segment, you've heard us describing how hairy and disgusting and dirty we are. I just ripped my paper. <laughs> Did you? All right, but be be good about it. All right. Your fingers are filming this right? part too. Or do you guys want to film each no. other? No. Ooh. Oh, stop. <laughs> I didn't see how it was. Hey, you too can be an intern for the hideout. I got to stop going forward. <laughs> All you got to do is email us. Punai, <laughs> <laughs> that looks too natural. Yeah, stop, Punai. All right, that's good. That's good. All right. <laughs> and here's what I need you to do. All right, come over here. And lay out your papers. Okay. I and mean, here's the bad thing is I got some serious sweat right now. Stop. You're so dirty. So I'm I'm putting my number here again for those of you playing along Bateman, at home. Take mine. Don't. <laughs> hey, Bateman, get over here and put yours. No. Put yours here, number one. I'm not touching it. Get over here and put yours number one. And now we have on the counter lined up. <laughs> one, two, three, and four. Are you ready? Hold on a second. No, 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 no. I got to I got to buckle my pants. <laughs> I don't want to give anything away. All right. All right. Bring them back in. I'm, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> All right. Here we go. I got to walk in. I, I can't stay here because I'm going to lose it. <laughs> it's okay. It'd be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. What's up, brother? Hey, how you doing? All right. Again, if you can correctly match the smells. <laughs> what happened to number three? <laughs> That was Punani's. <laughs> tell him, yeah. you dumbass. Hey, there goes ten bucks. <laughs> Dubs owes you ten dollars. Yes. Look, I got short little fat arms and big fat body. You know, come on. And so what we did is we. Or, or was I bluffing? Uh, yeah, you're right. You could have been bluffing. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing: we crinkled them up, we put them in our armpits because you just sniffed our armpits. If you can correctly match, 
You get ten dollars for every one that you get correct. Right. Alex Corolla, the nighttime uh, Cor uh, Corolla, the nighttime uh, intern. All right. I think you still. I mean, just just sniff Punani's number three to see if you can match up the smell. Sniff real so we can hear it. <laughs> He's addicted. Uh, what, was it the same? <laughs> Did it smell the same? <laughs> Could you, would you have been able to pick out Punani? It smells like a paper towel, man. <laughs> really? Let me go back in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. That's him, man. That's him. <laughs> that's Punani. All right. Yeah. All right, that's $10. Let me reach into my pocket and give you $10. Oh, this is awesome. Look at you, bro. You got all this beer money. I'm going to get a sheets in the way. I'm going to get some food. I haven't eaten all day. I ran out of money. MTO. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Oh, damn it. I only got 110 on me. That's all. I'll hit you up for the rest of us. I swear we'll get you back. All right. All right. Now you got to sniff the other ones. All right. So you can throw three away. Go ahead and throw three away. Give him one last sniff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That's so funny. All right. All right. Now you need to go with numbers. If you can match up number, And we're not going to tell you because you were given punanis. Uh, you got to sniff one, two, and four. The one is all folded up. I mean, it's like someone took a lot of effort to do this one, so I'll say that for last. Okay. Sniff number two. All right, sniff number two. Maybe <laughs> another way to hold on. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, half A on that one. Okay, we'll put that one back down. All right. I go with, uh, what are you four. going with now? Let's go with number four. Okay. Oh, that's Tommy. <laughs> You can tell number four is Tommy. Yeah. And so, sniff one, but I guess through process elimination for you. Wait. Dude, that was kind of bad, too, though. <laughs> it's the hideout 106.7 WJFK. Our intern, our intern, Alex Carolla, is trying to win $10 for each smell that he can correctly get. He sniffed our pits earlier. Alright, hold on. I might need to go through one of four again. Uh, Dave, sniff. Go ahead, go ahead. Sniff as many times as you feel you need. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> He's high from sniffing oh, pit. Oh, man. Alright, so, I'm going to go with four for Bateman. Alright, so two was Hefe, four was Bateman, and, uh, one, and one was Dubs. Dubs. Yeah. Well, you already won $10 because you said three was Punani because Dubs gave it away. <laughs> I'm Son sorry. of a bitch. I'm sorry. Number two was me. You've won another $10. Yes. Congratulations. Hey, thanks. Number four, you said, was Bateman? Yeah. Number four was J-Dog. Oh, man. So that means that number one was Bateman. Uh, but were those two by far the smelliest? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. I'm telling you, yeah, it was it was a toss. I, I don't know. You you must have did something to your armpit. Or, uh, they were both pretty red. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was the other armpit. And like I'm noticing, looking at number one head. now, there's a marking on it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a completely different pit altogether. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. You missed two, so that means we, we each get to punch you twice. Wait, each or just J. Dubs and Bateman? Uh, each. Uh, <laughs> 
Come on. There's, all right. There's, all right. No problem. I got 20 bucks out of it. Yeah. All all right. Right. You know what? Here's the thing, brother. We're not going to punch you. <laughs> we don't right. want it. Do we like yeah. you? You're a good kid. New nighttime intern, Alex Corolla. Thanks a lot. Good for you. I'm, I'm, I'm real worried about number one, though, looking at it now. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. So I'm sorry, bro. It's, it's, it's what I think, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> You've been juiced. <laughs> we need to stick them in our armpits. We stuck them down our pants. Oh, you said it's too big. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, now I know why number three was all ripped up. <laughs> And the rest of these don't look so pleasant. Tommy, you were so dirty. Yeah, dude. Tommy, you were so Oh, Jesus. I can't stop laughing. Again, uh, you, thought, you thought you were sniffing paper towels that had been in our armpits. And as it turns out, they were down the back of our pants. Uh... Much the way you'd use toilet paper. Congratulations. <laughs> wow. You've won $20. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you for not hitting me. <laughs> and you've earned a hideout pass. I want to congratulate you oh. for that. So anytime you're welcome, <laughs> you got to come look at number one. <laughs> Just come look at it. It's looking pretty bad. It's looking pretty Show bad. it to the camera. Uh, uh, we're getting a move on. I don't need the one. I don't need the one. Oh, man. All right. Oh, throw that away. Now throw it all away, intern. And here, I'm going to give you all the cash I have and just remind me how much I owe you. How do you feel? Are you mad at us? That's pretty good. <laughs> It's pretty good. Two, three, four, five, six. All right, here's seven. I got seven. Oh, beautiful. You want to sniff these? I'm <laughs> <laughs> just playing. You can keep it, man. It's, it's cool. I'll take, this, I'll take I'll, the ten. I'll give you the ten tomorrow. Uh, you in tomorrow? Uh, yeah, I'm in tomorrow, too. Let's hear it for Alex Corolla. I'm, I'm going to go home and put so much scope in my nose. That would be funny. <laughs> All right. It's the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Way out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000 smelly kids. Wow, new town. How do you feel so good? How do